Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Uh, Jim, you were at the Timberwolves game last night, but I'm sure keeping little tabs of what was going on over at Williams Arena with the Caitlin Clark and Iowa Hawkeyes show in town, a sold-out crowd, and she put on a show and they blew out the Gophers. Yeah, just complete mismatch. Uh, the Gophers just can't score with them without Mara Braun around. I mean, probably wouldn't have beaten them with Mara Braun, but it might have been a little more competitive. They just... They just aren't the same without her. And Caitlin Clark is greatest women's college basketball player of all time. Yeah, um, and great, great. I mean, she had a thirty ten and ten game, and a triple double with thirty two points or thirty three points, whatever it was. She breaks the all time women's college scoring record, and she's very close to breaking Pete Maravich's all time scoring record. Uh, and she she does everything. She does everything well. Uh, great ambassador of the game. She stayed to sign autographs after the game. It was her seventh straight road sellout. Of course, the Iowa games all sell out. Yeah. Uh, she is a phenomenon. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't go to that game because we had three people there without me, so I went to the Wolves to work ahead on some weekend stuff. But, uh, uh, I, you know, but if, it, if I were a fan, I would have been at Williams Arena. That speaks volumes. So was anybody else from your paper at the Timberwolves game? Uh, yeah, we had okay. Chris Hine, our beat writer there. And I was there. Again, you know, Chris covers the team on a daily basis. I was there sure. picking up a week. Oh, a column for the Friday paper, um, and you know, I'm for some the next column you see from me, either online or in the paper, will be about uh, the fact that the Wolves basically have three excellent sixth men, and most teams don't have one. <laughs> that's for sure. The, that's right. The bench is deep. I guess I was going to reference that because three of your guys at a women's college basketball game. You know, I mean, obviously it, it's a big game, and that kind of speaks right to that that thing right there. Yes, and uh, like I said, if, I, if uh, you know, it wasn't my night to write, had it been, that certainly would have been my first choice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Timberwolves game uh, last night, second of back-to-back, uh, kind of uh, slow to, to begin with, but, boy, the, the defense uh, that they have, they can just hang their hat on that every night. Uh, it can overcome some shooting woes. Yeah, and uh, Edwards really turned it on in the third quarter, and then he really defended like crazy in the fourth quarter. You know, it, it was funny because... We're watching, you know, I'm sitting there with a bunch of writers, and we're all jaded, and we've all covered a million games. And, sure. And we all know that, uh, you know, not every NBA game is going to be a work of art, especially when you're playing when you're tired. And we're like, you know, Edwards made a mistake there, Edwards made a mistake there. Edwards made a mistake. And, you know, and I turned to the guy next to me, Jace Frederick from the Pioneer Press. I said, you know, we're sitting here picking this game apart, and by the end he's going to have 34, and he's going to lead him to a victory. And mm-hmm. guess what? That's exactly what happened. I mean, he just, he just turned it on. Um, and, you know, the Grizzlies are well-coached, they play hard, they have a pretty good defense, and it just took a while for the Wolves to get rolling. But once they did, and, and Nas Reed and, and uh, Nikhil, obviously Kyle Anderson's out with a hamstring right now, uh, Nas Reed and Nikhil Alexander-Walker both did things that haven't been done in Wolves history or since, like, 2004 in terms of Reed with, like, 15 points and – X number of rebounds, X number of blocks and steals off the bench. Nikhil Alexander, first person in franchise history to have 50% shooting, what, 12 points, four blocks. I mean, you know, they're weird statistical categories, but it just shows you just how, how much of an impact those two guys can make on a game. 
Yeah, I'm just looking at the box score myself from last night. Rita plus 18, Alexander a plus 15. Uh, you know, that, that was better than any of the starters uh, posted for their plus minus uh, for the uh, game, including uh, Edwards, who was a, a plus eight. Of course, he's got a lot more minutes, so uh, right. if it's a closer game, that brings that down. But uh, I don't, uh, you know, always subscribe to plus minus for basketball. I kind of do more for hockey, but, but still, nonetheless, that's something to look at from last night and a lot of games where they're on the plus side. Yeah, no doubt. And the ability to bring in Nas Reed, who would be, you know, Nas Reed would be starting for most NBA teams, and he's behind two stars here, and he comes in, and he just, he's so hard to prepare for. And, you know, how, and how much time do you spend preparing for a bench guy, you know? And so he comes in off the bench, and they might not have, the opponents might not have anybody really prepared to cover him. Mm -hmm. And his array of offensive weapons, the three point shot, the uh, ability to hit difficult twos, to spin in the lane, uh, and and you know other things like Taylor Jenkins mentioned when I asked him about it before the game. The Grizzlies coach said he's also up. He and Towns have both upped their defensive activity and efficiency. They're both mm-hmm. better defenders than they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, no doubt. Towns especially. I've I've really enjoyed the progress in his game. You know, uh, we were talking on the morning show yesterday, and uh, our our morning guy Bill is a very very astute basketball observer. He said he feels like this is Towns' best season so far, even though it's like his fourth from the or fifth in scoring average, and he's down a little bit in rebounding. But just because of how he's uh, shaped his game to fit better with the team. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and that's things. There's a difference between searching for numbers mm-hmm. and playing good team basketball. And, you know, when you're young, also part of this is maturity, too. Sure. And, you know, when you're a young player in any sport, I hear this from baseball players, you know, when I used to talk to them off the record, heard it from NFL players, you know, until you kind of get to the point where you've made your money, you're kind of obligated for yourself and for your family and people around you to try to do the best you can to advance your career mm-hmm. to the point where you're taken care of. Well, now you look at this Wolves roster, and one of the great things about it is, you know, Towns is signed long-term. Gobert is signed long-term. Uh, McDaniels is signed long-term. Edwards is signed long-term. They just got, uh, you know, uh, Conley re-upped. Nas is, and Nas is talked about it last night. He said, hey, you know, with everything that happened with me this summer, you know, I don't, I don't have to think about anything other than playing winning basketball. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it, when you've signed your long-term deal, it really stops being about your numbers and starts being about winning and, and legacy. And I think we've seen that with Towns. He doesn't have to prove anything. He's just playing basketball now. Yeah. I, I mean, after all, it is the business side. It's how they're making their living. Yeah. So if they're you know, trying to score a little more and, and rebound more or whatever, uh, you know, that's, that's, they're trying to get a little better contract. So this is the year, hopefully, the Wolves can make their bones uh, in the postseason. That's where they make their league-wide reputation, isn't it, in the playoffs? Oh, no doubt. And yeah. If you look at betting lines, you know, the Wolves and the OKC have been battling for the first seed most of the season, and neither of them are high on the betting odds yeah. for championships because they haven't proven it. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest with you, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to depress anybody's uh, expectations, but the Wolves might need a year of learning how to play together with this group in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. For them, I mean, next year might be their best year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you never know, but this might be the year they learn how to play together in the playoffs, and next year or the year after might be the year that they have the best chance of winning a championship. You just don't know. We hear about that championship window talk. Their window is open now, and with their guys signed, it could be open for three years. So, yeah, it doesn't have to be uh, this year is it or that's it. They've, they've got time. Right, whereas 2004, 
Cassell and they were not going to give Cassell and Sprewell the deals they wanted. And as soon as they, the, those guys realized that they blew up the team and got flip fired, uh, mm. this that ain't happening here. Finch will be here. Uh, these players, all the key players, are going to be here. Um, you know, they'll tweak the roster because they have to. Maybe they'll maybe they'll lose one of their bench people, but pretty much they're going to they they have a group together here that's going to be highly competitive, uh, given reasonable health for probably at least three years. Yeah. Uh, go for men. Entertaining game last night. I watched some of that. 105-97 going up and down uh, with Illinois. Nobody was missing shots. Mike Grimm had some fascinating stats for me uh, on the podcast I did with him earlier uh, today. Uh, this makes it awful kind of a long shot unless they can really make a run in the Big Ten tournament uh, to get into the NCAAs. Yeah, I mean, the path is obvious now. Now we finally are at the point where they have must-win, must-win, yep. must-win games, not just games we like to call must-win. Uh, if they beat Penn State on Saturday, win their other home game, and then win at Northwestern to close out the regular season, and then look good in the Big Ten tournament, I think they're in. Mm-hmm. Anything less than that, and the, probably the strength of schedule is probably going to bite them. Mm-hmm. Look good being play up to their seed if they wind up as the eight, win a game in the tournament. I would think so. Yeah. Um, and, and now listen, it's a moving target. You know, all the teams they're competing with are are bubble teams that you know, could win or lose on any given night. So it's it's really hard to project, but my gut feeling is if they're eleven and nine that if they're eleven and nine in the Big Ten, they're probably gonna get in the tournament. Anything less than that, they're probably gonna have to make a run in the Big Ten tournament. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at five sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Section Girls Basketball tonight, Rambo pregame coverage, six forty five.